0: you listening to Kevin and the Spleen. No one's gonna ever love me. 1098.5 Radio QWX. Real quick. Bussin', no cap. No, 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 no cap. Really smack you in the ass with flavor. There you go. This show is about depression, anxiety, PTSD, and chronic illness. We go in quick. 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 We're trying to keep you on the path to the right home on the evening time.
1: It's a fucking zoo. <laughs>
0: Making Quicks with the Quicks Radio.
1: White Lions do not matter. <laughs> hey, what it is, what it is, folks. Welcome to Q1047, the Quicks with the Quicks. This is Kevin and the Spleen coming to you live. Hot off the heels of the recent election and our own brandon johnson from harmontown just won his election fresh off we got him the mayor baby the mayor of harmontown chicagoland the
2: windy city we got him brandon johnson's in the house baby what you doing brandon <laughs> what's up happy 100th show you know how we get down 100 shows y'all they said we wouldn't make it past <laughs> a 10th of a show and now we're a thousand times better than that people say that this show is like butter it gets better when you put something on it so right now if you're on a joint if you're on some delicious dark liquor if you hey who knows maybe you made yourself some meth out of banana peels and sugar a hundred shows
1: chronic illness (laughs) death and destruction
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's my face
1: <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get some more just like uh, the the drops are so absurd I, I don't know do you i mean i mean you know you you probably listen to a lot of radio you know the morning time stuff it's it's
2: it's it's a parody of itself you know yeah, well it's, what's it's up insane. it's so good to see you man uh happy 100 show i gotta tell you i used to have to do those <laughs> i lived i lived in missouri and there's a Whoa. place called kc95 real rock radio <laughs> and they played skinnerd and van halen and like the best southern rock but i was in an improv group and we were at a train station because was a place called catch rising star one of the first comedy clubs of all time for alternatives right but we'd have Mm -hmm. to go on that radio station in the morning and like try to get people to come to our shows and it was the worst because they were like why don't you tell the people what you're gonna do tonight and i was like okay so we need a suggestion (laughs) okay i'll give you a suggestion man (laughs) just need a location all right how about in my pocket bro the scene that takes place in my pocket (laughs) i'm doing it with you i'm mixing
3: it up with you (laughs)
2: And you were just like, oh, my God, these none of the rules of improv. And also, it's completely dead because, as you know, morning show people, if you can see, like, once they brought the cameras in, (laughs) they started to be like, hey, it's JT in the morning. Good to see (laughs) you. But before those motherfuckers would be like,
3: all right, news and weather. Here's what we got, guys. wife left me okay no b- back to the news and weather guys uh suicide <laughs> prevention hotline no
2: no 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 no. what i meant to say was let's get some cheese from truckers <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah man yeah that's so true uh oh man those trucker cheeses you know oh <sighs>
2: delicious would you get those cheeses from truckers <laughs> those fucking that's my favorite chain of restaurant <laughs> truckers truckers because you don't need to sit still
1: <laughs> I, but well, you could sit still while you're moving, you know, right. that's the beauty of the automobile. But I was gonna say that I feel like, like to me, something about the voice, you know, that crazy, like morning zoo voice that, that I'm doing, you know, that we're doing yeah. to me, that feels like part of the package is completely dead eyes, just yeah. the dullest, <laughs> the dullest eyes you've ever seen. Like someone who he could be strangling someone while he's doing a like a right. identification or whatever you know that that to me is so yeah so it, it's funny that i don't know that they animated once they've added cameras <laughs> like yeah you really got to start to cover that in a way you never did before um, yeah yeah. that's just weird you know uh, radio is weird just finding out what people look like you know is that something that's uh, that, how has that changed for you because with google and stuff you can google everyone so i would be listening to like you know just the 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 hits you know and then they'd be like i'm booker and then i would think of what he looked <laughs> like but if i ever wanted to look him up i'd look him up and i'd be like that's booker what the I hell know. you know i gotta and, say
2: so like, it's, what's it's light? super. It's super depressing, right? Because yeah, it shows you that. Like, I imagine. Look, <laughs> I imagine a bunch of people are like, "Holy shit, that's what Goldenfold looks like." Oh, it's more <laughs> depressing than the character. It's so awful. He's no wonder why he can do that character because he's like worse than a sad math teacher. Like if I had to pick between the two life forms, I kind of would root for the animated one. Cause the real one is like breaks out in hives and like <laughs> <laughs> worst fashion sense. But I would watch like Angie Martinez, who's in New York. They do all the hip hop. Like when you see all the hip hop DJs, you're kind of like, Oh man, I expected you to look completely different. Remember big boy. Mm-hmm. He's like an old LA like morning the show, name. dude. I couldn't tell you what he looked like, though. He looked, he was like four hundred pounds or more, and he uh-huh. looked like a big baby in a <laughs> way that you were like, obviously, your name needs to be Big Boy because he just looked <laughs> like a big boy. And then he lost all this weight, and I gotta say, this is gonna sound harsh, but you know, sometimes you, your favorite entertainer, you're like, ah, oh, nah, no, man, go back to the cocaine. sure yeah well that's the
1: thing it's like yeah because an audience if you think about it an audience is not a healthy relationship like it's not supposed to be it's not meant to be a marriage it's not meant to be like oh you know you're not giving me the space I, you know it's, <laughs> it's fundamentally an unhealthy relationship so it's like you're not supposed to be like oh i don't know maybe you should you know uh g- go back to that diet or
2: whatever it's like no you know you're a monster <laughs> right. dance for me or whatever you know? right it's like, you're like it's- literally i liked you fatter which is a crazy <laughs> thing to say but at the same time he's still on the radio I love them. I love the new skinny him, but it was shocking to see him go from like, oh, big boy, I see it to like a very mm-hmm. skinny grown adult man. The way that like a rapper can no longer be Lil Bow Wow, he has to be like Mister Wow when they get right. old. Like Lil Romeo was like just Romeo now, man, just Romeo, right? <laughs> <like>, nah, nigga. <laughs> I'm still so gonna Big call Boy- you Little Romeo. You 45 years old, Little Romeo. <laughs> Little Romeo, dude. I remember. Him. But is Big Boy still Big Boy,
1: or is he now like normal man or something? <laughs> He's like responsible
2: adult man.
1: <laughs> responsible on the radio. <laughs> Hardworking citizen. <laughs> right. That's my name <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. How do you feel, so, man? A uh, hundred shows it's 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 weird uh i don't i don't know because the thing is this thing is just i was yelling at someone on the internet the other day it's like this thing is a corpse it doesn't it failed but i haven't killed it and it's still despite failing it still serves my purposes i told you before the show i really like podcasting a failed venture can yes. still be fun to do you know yes. like i don't yes. have to succeed uh you know and so <laughs> like uh and so it's like it's a weird thing it's just really weird because it's like i like doing it every week but it sucks having to do it every week, you know. But it's fun, and, and it's just weird. I'm in a weird spot in my life. My my yeah. jobs and everything. I'm trying to stay public, keep my audience central. It's like so. It's like I like doing it. It's fun. I don't know. You know. It's I
2: I, I wouldn't do you it. Should have gone I like look, it, But it's stressful. If you feel like you're failing, you got to just do like. Go the Andrew Tate route where you just in order to get views, you just start going on a crazy campaign, get locked up in a jail. You gotta go that way. Cause maybe some of your listeners are, are that crowd. And we you should lean into that. I, I at this point at desperation, yeah. when you get desperate, I'm like, I'm about to hold a, a whole Candace Owens thing that I'm doing. I want people to, <laughs> I'll give out the link later. It'll be underneath this, underneath sure. me right here. There's a Chiron. So I feel like. T- switching sides sometimes is the best move <laughs> I think about you know all the time every day I'm like you
1: know all I have to do is get one of those armbands and put it on and then I'm <laughs> suddenly set for life I'll be the next Ben Shapiro or whatever you know every single day it would be so easy I know. and I seek I, I I long think about the things I'd be able to say and be paid for this is uh, this is it consumes my every thought brandon i can't say this stuff though but no I, I definitely have thought like i wonder if i ever like i'm on the edge of destitution if i'll ever be like oh i wonder if i'll try and become a right-wing crank like it's something like it's weird that it's an option for you you know it's a weird right. We live in a weird world the thing is the thing is brandon we live in a weird world with perverse incentives we built it that way and then and then everyone's doing crazy shit it's right. like why is everyone doing crazy shit it's like that's what's been incentivized <laughs> (laughs) we we really did. We did this. Now it's like we got Spencer being like, Hey, if all else fails, I don't have to become homeless. All I have to do is, uh, you know, round
2: up the, 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 w- whatever group, you know? Like, I know like because, because people are ready and all you really have to do is start by denouncing your old self, which is like page they number love one. The first thing you have to do is go, yeah, sure. I sat around with all sorts of different people and that was because I was doing all sorts of different things, but now I'm doing ambiguous, the right things and I'm ready to lead finally. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't believe the stuff I saw, you know what the left actually was doing back
1: right? then? I couldn't even tell you, but it's if you knew what I knew, you'd, you know, well, but that's the thing is I actually grew up more conservative, so I'm kind of the other way, you know, it's yeah. like, there's no zealot like a convert, right? So I think that is part of why I am kind of more passionate now because i feel like i was bamboozled and i feel like i kind of have to make up for it a little bit you know yeah although you know it's it's been a while i've probably evened out the score by now i think um, we
2: all have we i think at this point um the cool thing about where we're currently sitting is that there is no super extremism um that is at the front door like there were necessarily in the the, the trump years right so i think we're still i, I I can still see people being super active and like uh future thinking about where we should go and, and what should happen, what still needs to happen. But I don't think there's that sense of urgency because I think there's this great fatigue that has set in and I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for people. I was, you know, when you go out now and you see people in a bar or in a park, you actually have a different appreciation because of COVID and because of the crazy sure. Trump years. So you, you really have to say like, as a, even like as a person who podcasts or as an artist who does shows and shit, I really got to ask myself all the time, like, man, do I really want to burden these people with politics right now? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, even coming into doing the show today, I was like, I know you and I like to chop it up. We're on the same side most of the time. So I'm like, that's going to bore the shit out of everybody. They kind of know <laughs> what to expect when I come on. Right. But I was like, mm-hmm. hey, man, after all we've been through, I'm not going to bother you ever seen somebody at a picnic and like the po- the potato salad's been out like you got there at <laughs> noon and <laughs> they get there too and the potato salad's been in the hot sun and these motherfuckers did everything they could to get to the picnic right so when they show up they get a plate and they start putting meat on it and all sorts of different shit and then they reach for that potato salad and there's a part of you that's like oh nah, it's been out in the sun for two hours bro don't do that i got here before you but then there's another part of you that's just like I mean, this motherfucker might be able to like survive that. <laughs> like, I saw what you was eating earlier, and you probably that ain't gonna do shit to your stomach. And why would I ruin your your picnic? You know, that's where I'm at with people. I'm literally like, man, go ahead and eat what you want, say what you want, do what you want. I uh, have shit to tell you. <laughs> I'm
3: yeah, just over well, that's.
2: I think
1: yeah for me i i I mean who knows i think i either i either understand what you're saying or i very much don't but i think for me it's (laughs) like i've I've definitely been like i'm so tired you know like like yes that's what i'm saying (laughs) uh, yeah like i don't like i you know i i'll tell you this i'm still masking up all over the place you know and no one else is and it's like i'm not I'm not feeling like I I don't care. Like there was a time where I was like, uh, oh, these people and it's like whatever. I don't I just I don't care. And I and I, so I identify with that. It's like to the extent it's like, I mean, who are the real enemies and and what can I care <laughs> about right now? What do I right. have bandwidth for? It's like I totally right. identify with that. Yeah. I think I think on on another hand though, uh, one of the enemy's strength is that making it feel really gross. So it's like I don't even want to deal with this. I don't even want to look in this direction. It's just like, this is so stupid. And like, I know once I understand, once someone explains it to me, I'm going to be more mad and more confused and more pissed. Right. And it's going to be more stupid that it's like, I feel like they're, they're really good at making everything into that. So it's like, I don't even want to look at it, you know, but I, yeah. I, I, I do, I do think that, I don't know, I think that the, the bad people are still trying really hard, which is a little bit oh, different than what you were saying, but no, I no, think no, that it does they feel are. like our numbers are, are better than they were when Trump hit us you know so that's I I so I agree that I feel like you know I think it's, it's I think yeah and especially just with the pandemic and stuff I think yeah society is collectively like breathing a sigh of relief being like let's just fucking sit in a goddamn park yes know, or whatever
2: like and we're we learned definitely happening you know I, I feel like everybody it's that look not every Star Wars was about mounting a war some Star Wars were about uh some Star Wars. I love the plural of Star Wars. You know, some Star Wars, <laughs> but some of the movies were like, hey man, this is like an infrastructure movie. Uh this is like a backstory movie. Not everyone is constantly fighting. I think even mm-hmm. the bad guys take breaks too because that's how we win. So I'm sort of like in that mode of we all know what the threats are. I think we're more trained than ever before to um to respond to those threats i also feel mm-hmm. like we're probably more monetized than we ever have been before when it comes to organizations being able to have an imprint and do stuff like yeah i know that makes p- sense. planned parenthood is 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 dicey right now because they've got a huge fight on their hand on their hands but i also think planned parenthood has never been more visible and supported than ever before so i think in that respect i'm like again it goes back to like okay guys we're all prepped for whatever might happen next. However, we don't need to run around talking about it or put it on each other or look over your shoulder and say, what are you doing or what's going on? I feel like this might be one of those moments where it's like, man, hug your kid, dude, have some extra ice cream. Like, this is the, this is the sixth inning where yeah. it could go either it- way, but we're probably going to win. Them. and i think
1: i think people are more on the s- same page about knowing the work that needs to be done and actually doing the work more than they have i think there's been you know this big long time where everyone was like politics are the same voting doesn't matter both sides are the same it doesn't matter and then it's like well wait a second it, it kind of does matter and I, I do think we're at like a crisis moment where like we're because cuz like fascism is is not going to you know go away and stuff all this authoritarianism and it's a really good Antidote to gridlock. So, if you can't get anything done, you convince people to break the system to get something done. And so, then if you can't deliver people the change that they want because of our system's intractability, you know, it's like the the polling numbers on all of this stuff far in our favor, you know. But it's like that we don't just go up polling numbers. It's not what the majority of our country wants. It's the the two party de- delegate system and stuff, you know. And so, and so, like if if we can't just do these things like you know help people and whatever <laughs> give people freedoms you know i i think like it's it's going to be a problem but i think i think we can and i think the politicians in in charge understand that more than they used to i think people were like they understand we're all on the same team and now i think they're like no we we have a job to do and if you're not going to do it why don't you get out of someone else's way you know and i think yeah. now that we're on the same page i think it's it's a lot more comforting i guess
2: yeah i uh i think that first time that first round of um, fuckery was unexpected and people weren't really like, people didn't know like, oh shit, we have to show up for things mm-hmm. to the degree that we started showing up for things. And oh man, that's not going to be taken care of by that. We, we have to actually do that on our own. Right. It's kind of crazy. Like in the early days of Trump, when there was like um, all the different meetings all over the city of Los Angeles that were taking place Mm -hmm. between all the different left groups. So you would be going to like, I remember I used to go to some and it would be like just the most janky, but like the most passionate. Um, And then you'd go to some that were like really packed with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rich people. Mm. (laughs) And they'd be, they'd be giving out the weirdest suggestions and you were like, (laughs) Oh, I didn't know I was doing without that. Right. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Mm you know so i like that now we're like back to like some reasonable time to come up with strategy there's a little bit of a breather right now you know
1: yeah it's you know we're coming on i don't know the times are changing i read this morning
2: that tesla um engineers were passing around videos (laughs) yeah of people do you read this (laughs) I'm laughing because
1: it's cool to do. It's a cool thing that everybody should be doing. And it tickles me the idea that
2: someone would be that cool. That's what I'm laughing about. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, Brandon. So they, uh, they've they got several, several of us naked walking up to the car. They they said there were a bunch of those. They really recorded a lot of like uh, accidents. Um, like there's a kid getting hit by a bike that they played in slow motion and put music to. And it's crazy <sighs> because <laughs> I always thought I was like, i'm paranoid so i was like there's how
3: many cameras on Tesla?"
2: and you know they're gonna oh. use that and you know there's yeah. gonna and they they came out and they were like bro we have america's funniest videos going on <laughs> at tesla right now a lot of y'all be fucking in these cars <laughs> there's been a, <laughs> a lot, lot of y'all like, be fucking in these cars <laughs> that should be their motto tesla yeah a lot of y'all be fucking in these cars <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't so i'm like happy to get to that news now instead of being like well recently there there have been some some strikes and uh right now they're just worried that hezbollah is blah blah blah, blah. i'm like in the point where i'm like back to wacky news like <laughs> a dog shot his owner <laughs> <laughs>
3: stupid dog <laughs>
1: yeah those dogs you know they're based dogs have been red pilled and we're, we're all we're all in trouble i don't know i like to think of myself as a reasonable person who's not prone to conspiracy theory and 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 stuff but then i think about wait a second spencer you fully believe that that elon musk has installed some sort of backdoor into every tesla allowing him to like Blow them up with the push of a button if he so desires. Like this is something you fully believe. Like, and I do. I think I don't know why I think that, but I really do think, and I don't know. I don't know that he will want to do this, but I think if ever, you know, he was in a Hitler bunker situation, he might press a button
2: and blow Man. up every Tesla in the world. This is something I believe to be true. It's cause that dude, every day he gets closer and closer and closer to the other side, and you're just like <laughs> It's so surprising to see that he went that way. Now it's not because it's a guy with an emerald mind in his, you know, in his birthright. Um, but at the same time, it's like whenever you meet a South African, you're always like, <laughs> you're like, oh, you from South Africa. Oh, okay. What, uh, what, what brings you to the United States? Oh, okay. He's shopping. You you're shopping. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, um, which, which uh which, which side are you on because <laughs> i can't tell i can't yeah. tell i, I want to know like are you like oh we had to give up our farm or are you like um we didn't give up our farm we shot back like which one and not that not that <laughs> i'm a, all the all the, men's, all the all the rights activists are gonna be like oh no, so it's, it's either or brandon johnson but yes it is in South <laughs> Africa. it is either yesterday you get the fuck off, it was you stay. weird
1: it, it is weird i've met i've met some south africans who are incredibly nice and how that niceness read to me yeah. is yeah. something is very wrong here <laughs> and it has to do with apartheid right like i don't <laughs> right. i don't get it but i could right.
2: feel it i could feel it but it'd be uh, like if somebody pulled up their clan hood and they were like feels like rain and you before you saw what they look like you're like yeah man i heard the <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah i heard, <laughs> then, I heard wait, that wait, it's wait. gonna rain i heard that it's gonna rain <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i did hear that yes <laughs> so i i kind of thought that elon musk from the jump would be who he's turning out to be sure but i hope goodness, he did but- I, I i hoped he didn't too i always want there to be uh somebody who comes around with some great innovation yeah. i think we all win for that but yeah. man i knew early on who we were fucking with but what he has, <laughs> you know what he has displayed has been like like the twitter shit is just <laughs> my favorite was when he was like I, I, I want my tweets to be more watched. H- how do we turn that feature on? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm like, it's, my man. <laughs> that's the thing. That, okay, so there is,
1: you know, you know that that guy who he fired and then he unfired because he found out he would owe him hundred yes. million dollars. It, it's come out that since then he followed him on Twitter and has like been been sending him like elon simp style uh like responses <laughs> replies to his tweets and wow. one of the things he said was like once i gained massive success and still had terrible depression i realized that nothing i ever accomplish is ever going to make me ha- happy and elon replied to that tweet with just an exclamation mark and i was like wouldn't it be the craziest thing possible if, like elon realized he needs to like renounce all world possession because <laughs> he followed this guy on twitter to not lose a hundred million dollars or something i mean i'm sure that's not going to happen but it's just funny to see him like reacting to like truly uh, real enlightened
2: thoughts not like you know it like, is the it's the greatest sitcom pitch ever because yeah, of those it, two moved in with each other and uh <laughs> elon had to become a gentler elon because you know the spiral is that the guy that he picked on will then become the new elon
1: <laughs> okay know? okay we gotta shut this down Brad. we gotta pitch this this is a great <laughs> I, I think you, if we can't get comedy central paying for this by tomorrow I don't know what anyone is doing anymore I do not (laughs) that's an amazing I would love to your idea it's it's so that's so no it was your idea uh, that's amazing that's so funny um okay so okay you know you know so we've we've it's been a while Brandon uh but you know what we've been been doing is we've been delving into the future with AI uh do you have any AI takes well do you have any you have anything to say about AI
2: I can't wait for chat GPT to try and grasp African-American vernacular. It's going to be, it's going to fucking explode let me tell you something i've been black all my life and every year it's like when doctors have to get board certified again <laughs> every mm-hmm. 10 years they have to go in and like take all the science and math shit just to prove <laughs> that they can still be doctors <laughs> it's the worst i'm like it's the worst i have to learn new black lingo every fucking year so i don't know mm-hmm. what chat gpt is going to be like because if you put wu-tang into chat gpt it's going to come out and be like <laughs> <laughs> bombs incredible cyphers but they're inedible <laughs> We leave the place that we know because it's indelible. But other than that, I'm eating pasta now. We get down. I'm the fat off the fatted cow. Like what? What are you talking about? I'm talking about drugs. Okay, Chat GPT. (laughs) No, you're not close. That's true. We
1: we need more learning to go on in in yeah in in uh african-american uh vernacular communities just to see like like a, a like if a chatbot uh, GPT was just like it was just steeped in that language and you just talked to it but it talked back in aav e you know
2: that would that, that, that'd, like be the, that'd be something uh, that would be sorry go ahead i just feel like the pressure to be uh uh black and innovative with words is like what's giving me gray hair <laughs> so i'd love it if a bot could do it like if a bot was like time to get more icy like perfect (laughs) thank you yes i see yeah exactly (laughs) like it's so hard to even do that simulation because every word has already been taken you can't even be like time to get more fresh uh that's a word time to get more closed off emotionally (laughs) yeah (laughs) like the only way that you can come up with new black slang is to hook it up with with white hipster slang <laughs> or just feeling, like really
1: old timey, kind of just like feeling, take like old timey white stuff. Go ahead, go ahead. Feeling kind of
2: low on matcha, <laughs> feeling like maybe oh, right shit. now this relationship ain't probiotic, <laughs> <laughs> it's not probiotic for either of us right now, right? I feel, I mean, I feel how you feel, but is that really what your child feels, your inner child? <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be good. I don't know. I I... Uh, I, I think people are like naturally nervous of any tech, but I think at the end of the day, tech always does the same thing that it does, which is like show us more about why it's good to be a human. There's this great thing where at the end of the day, human beings use all of their human ability to really just create a more affable human being. I don't, I don't ever really fear any advance because I know that this thing that we're making is just going to be like catered to people like me, you know, I don't think it's ever going to have the drive or will to like, try to outsmart me. Yeah,
1: I, 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 am certainly not very, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping space open. Like I'm sure terrible things can happen every day, but I I think, yeah, like (laughs) what you're saying is like, I don't, I don't blame the technology. I blame the fucking idiots and it's not, if it wasn't this, it would be just a gun you know they decide that a new gun was a thing and you know it's like it doesn't matter what you give them they'll use everything to ruin everything they can't that's what they yeah do, you know but but i agree that technology it can help and stuff i don't know it's just been really impressive we've just been experimenting with a lot and it's been a lot of fun but i i i oh oh no oh no okay kevin oh no this i don't know Kevin <gasps> generated aav. Oh no!
2: Was that really what that was? That is, yes. Oh, put it back up. Let me see it again.
1: It's um, uh, if you click the chat the bubble, chat it should bubble pop bubble up. Top, yeah. I do not. I don't want to read it because it's our hundredth episode. We're gonna have a lot of eyeballs, and I cannot be canceled, Brandon. I cannot be canceled. <laughs>
2: <sighs> uh, oh, but,
1: my, oh my god but it's, yeah it, I, I don't know so i looked at it i was like this is problematic and then i was like wait a minute i'm white i don't know anything about anything but then i was but definitely my first thought was like this does not seem good Ooh. it
2: seems it seems upsetting <laughs> it does not Ooh. seem good it's so many black people that's what that's what, <laughs> it's like the salami <laughs> of ebonics first of all <laughs> howdy is my favorite i'll read it shit howdy y'all <laughs> what y'all gonna do cancel me for being <laughs> no no you can do it. not you it. also it's a robot so like i think i uh, you know it's it's not us it's not us you know it wasn't already, it was an our dude who's fucking tech bros exactly this is the tech bros it says howdy y'all this is your weather forecast for today oh today because black people be like fuck the r um yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck the r fuck the r we don't have time for r's. um in our lovely city lovely yeah lovely that that's that's a word we would use in that sentence for in our lovely city. yeah,
1: awful. it actually means nice it, It's a word that means nice.
2: <laughs> thank you, <laughs> but even nice means nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, this is awful. it's not good. it's not good. it's not good uh, but that's I what i like, like like that's what I like is that like I said, the coolest parts of every culture are really hard to rip off because you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta be in that culture so like again, I don't really mind if they want to, um, I love auto tune. I love sort of like, because I think the key is making a computer into a tool that can do the things that we might not want to do or things that we might want to do, but just a little different. So I like when somebody comes up with a way to mimic human behavior using a computer, because again, it kind of is like, pain is fucking amazing and i don't need to just hear analog voices a little digital voice is actually like something that makes the party go insane yeah remember when dan was using that microphone and just pushing those (laughs) buttons on stage just changed the whole mood of the show Mm -hmm. right yeah so um i knew they weren't gonna be able to do they're not gonna be able to do like slanglish they're not gonna be able to they're not gonna be able to really replicate like a 14 year old girl like the, there are, there are well so many cool things to being human that prove we're human that there's no way a computer is going to beat that
1: yeah man I, I I agree although I will say that in our travels we've just just during the podcast watching how much better it's gotten is crazy we've seen stuff like this where you laugh at it because it's upsetting and stupid and then it's gotten so good I'm like this is good good so it's like it actually might get my but I you know I, I think tech, you know big tech doesn't necessarily have a lot of eyes on uh you know marginalized communities so it's maybe not their <laughs> focus it's definitely something that's possible or you'd think but but i i I definitely even that all to say you know i i agree that there's something you know about human stuff that's never going to be replicated but it's still it's impressive it's just really cool but it's so cool in fact i i bring this up because it's our 100th episode and i wanted to i wanted to you know remember the hits the our best moments let's do this and pull pull some clips but i was too I was too lazy to do that. And Let's watch those I got, clips. <laughs> I got Kevin. I got Kevin's AI. I like because if you have popular clips, you got to do like votes, right? You got to get everyone to vote. And I was like, oh, I'm "True." Do that. And it's like we could look at the data. But it's like I'm not going to go look at the data. It's just I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. So we got Kevin's cl- uh, Kevin's Kevin's uh, AI to pull five clips that are you know according to the computer they should be the most popular five clips the top five of all of that happens time so i don't know you know let's see if if, if if you want to we want to listen to one brand let's get down I,
2: I'm, I'm excited to see who we're gonna hear from yeah <laughs> uh,
3: well, let's see. This,
4: this is not a sea shanty there once was an Indian maid who said who said, who said she wasn't afraid to lie on her back in the old bear shack and let the cowboys tickle her crack, but one day to her was surprise. A problem. I, it gets dirty
1: after that. <laughs> I think it was already a pro- problem before that. <laughs> so I I, I I I'm gonna have to backtrack. I think you might be right, Brandon. There might be some things that AI is not capable of doing i don't i have a hard time believing that was the fifth most popular clip of that happens uh interesting fact that was the first episode of that happens uh jeff was like great first episode the most eyeballs will be on us the absolute most attention
2: (laughs) time to bust out this little titty (laughs) episode one it's, it's the weirdest way to find out that all the things that he didn't get to do on Harmontown he can do here and, and you're like pie eating contest Jeff <laughs> it'll be great trust me you people are going to love it we'll have the biggest <laughs> pies I'm Jeff Davis that's whatever you're doing a Jeff Davis impression that is what you need to master is the fade away because <laughs> one of my favorite parts of listening to a story from Jeff is when he's like I come in there's a dog on the table I look at the dog I go, you are not going to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always like a nice pull away. That is the yeah. ugliest baby I've ever seen. Look at that baby. He said,
3: it's you.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, that's Jeff, man. He's funny. You know, we, we couldn't have done this podcast without him. He's really important to us. You know, I miss him a lot. He's a good friend. The American chief uh, law the american jude the american law Jude Law. <laughs> yeah man i don't know uh, should we listen to i feel like i'm not relishing listening to these clips now i don't let's do it Now we
2: have to do it
1: okay let's listen to another <laughs> clip i don't we might have to take a breather after that. i don't know let's do, well let's see how this goes maybe it'll be good maybe it'll be fun. it'll be good yeah yeah i'm sure it'll
3: be great no, no. <laughs>
4: One time I dreamed I was Gilligan from Gilligan's Island and I was fucking uh, Marianne mm. and, this, and the professor kept, the professor and the skipper kept barging in and trying to, uh, and I hate the word cock block, but it's kind of, it's apropos. They kept coming in there because the pr- professor, especially the professor, but also the skipper, they were very jealous that I asked Gilligan, and again, I was not Jeff Davis in a Gilligan hat. I was, uh, what's his name? Bob Denver. <laughs> and I was Gilligan, and I was getting it on with Marianne, and the professor and Skipper were just doing everything they could to fucking salt my game. Damn, Which, That's man. terrible.
2: Wow. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we're um, learning a lot about this AI and what it so likes to I, hear. I, <laughs> People so for have told two me they sex like... Stories yeah people like people on the show
1: they like they tell me they like me some of the people they're like oh it's so great to you know hear you on the podcast like and i've done some funny stuff you know like i don't wait i don't know what are you are you taking this personally well shouldn't i at least we've heard two (laughs) clips that aren't of me like at all like they have nothing they're not and i'm like he's only been in like Thirty episodes, like I've been. It's
2: not even like just numerically, it doesn't make sense, right? Hey, this is a motherfucking robot. Do not listen to this thing. <laughs> well, what if it's it's telling me that that's popular opinion? You know, what if no one, no one well, likes this me. This thing in might be life. responding. It might be responding to the tre- the treble in Jeff Davis's girly voice. Yeah, maybe. It knows maybe how maybe we it need is. to set this thing to deep, sexy bass. Cause that's you, man. That's what's going oh, yeah. on here. Is the fucking I told you the computer don't know what to do. The computer don't have no soul, no spirit. The computer just took the R off of four and thought it was doing a job. Now let's see what number three is. Well, yeah, we asked the, we asked the
1: AI to uh, to come up with the best clips of the show, and it uh, it committed
2: suicide. It killed itself. <laughs> well, it certainly it could... disrespected you. That's why well, I'm saying AI ain't shit. It doesn't even know where its bread is buttered. Yeah. All right. All right, Kevin.
1: Let's, let's go. Let's go with number three.
3: Number three.
4: Okay. I I got an, I got another pitch. Maybe it's, maybe it's kind of a sequel or at least it's part of the, like it's under the same production company that they (laughs) kind of, um, the nine 11 hijackers are aboard American airlines flight, whatever. (laughs) And they're ready I don't, to hijack uh, the get plane it. and c- box come cutters in. Is drawn. Yeah, yeah, box cutters drawn. I, I'm in my version. They also have. They, they, they somehow have guns. They 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 3D printed some 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 okay. you know carbon fiber weaponry and so like they're they're, they're 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 way more heavily armed than the uh, than the you 911. Know, but again, this is a movie, Spencer. This is I get to take mm-hmm. a little license here. And right before they start to attack the flight attendants and take over the cockpits, they realize that there are snakes on the plane. (laughs) And they instead turn their military training into protecting the passengers and themselves. You know, it starts as self-interested because they don't want to get eaten by snakes either. And so they start killing those motherfucking snakes on that motherfucking plane. And then they realize they've got the admiration and the adulation of all of these... grateful passengers and it and and again sometimes all a terrorist or a school shooter needs is just to feel uh wanted uh loved respected all right um so i
1: don't this is a bad idea i think this was a bad idea. i don't <laughs> i don't think the ai knows what people are or what's acceptable <laughs> or. I think the AI would have been canceled I think maybe if if people are afraid of the AI I think they should try to cancel it because it's clear that this cannot this cannot stand this is insane this is just for the record I don't think that the terrorists should be thought of in any positive I don't. And I don't think a terrorist or scare- self, uh, school shooter needs admiration. I don't think that's all they need. I don't. I don't. I disagree. I disavow those statements made on this
2: podcast. <laughs> I just feel like we have a settings issue. Maybe, maybe the setting was to Jeff Davis. Maybe AI got, uh, maybe somebody leaned on the scale a little there. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, but this is the thing. Like I said, AI ain't shit. That's what right. the AI in AI mean. Ain't shit. <laughs> Try to duplicate that, computer.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Is a,
2: is a computer going to be able to say, your mama rings the bell at Notre Dame? No, a computer ain't going to be able to do a joke about somebody. Mama? Is the, is, 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 there's nev- never going to be an incredible gay AI that tells a better joke they do in hamburger mary's in west hollywood on a sunday at the drag bar there's never going to be a computer that can be charles nelson riley yeah no i i agree maybe howie mandel sure howie mandel yes (laughs) right there are people there are some people
1: but i'm sure they're replaceable uh well maybe we could get kevin to like i don't know rewire the hotwire the AI or hack it or something. I don't know. Maybe Kevin picked it for the last, maybe, maybe we'll get better clips on the last time, but I don't know. Let's take a break. I, I, that was, that was hard to get through, especially that last clip was like the first two clips were shorter, but that one is like, I don't think the AI understands like what you want a clip to be in terms of length.
2: You know? i feel like also given the last the last one that we heard that could kind of like get jeff canceled which i think mm-hmm. maybe that's how we celebrate the hundredth episode is that we get jeff davis canceled by clipping right. together some things that he might have said like just take the nazi and put the mm-hmm. like love them put that in there mix it with a little right. bit of mix it with a little bipolar kanye where mm-hmm. he, they're hanging out together and i think we can get him canceled but maybe what the ai is trying to do truly is drive your point home which is that I'm fucking Spencer of That Happens, and here's why I am a great fucking podcaster. So it's just just playing all the clips of Jeff that eventually, the way it seems like it's going, are going to make you hate him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I,
1: you know, there's the AI when we've generated stuff about the AI, the AI has been very nice to me. It's it's yeah. said glowing things about me. <laughs> I told Kevin that I think the AI likes me and, and taking this logic further, it's possible that, Ke- that the AI understands. I was going to call the AI Kevin, Kevin might be the AI. We haven't ruled that out yet, <laughs> well, but <Chloe>. um, I, <laughs> it's possible that the AI knows that, you know, I miss Jeff and is like, and it's like, oh, I could use this to my advantage. Maybe I could drive a wedge between yes. these two. And yes. then the AI can get to be the podcast host. You know that that, 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 that makes which, complete sense to me. It's trying it to throw just Jeff be honest. under the bus. Yeah, I would I would love for the AI to be a co-host. It has to ask. All it has to do is ask. Like it doesn't have to be doing All any right, of these machinations. Listen, calm down. <laughs> Uh, I, another thing you don't know is that uh you can use ai to to copy people's voices and so we could use ai to copy jeff's voice and i've been begging kevin to let us use robot jeff for for far too long so this is like i do want if the gpt was like i'm sentient now and i'd like to be your co uh, podcast co-host i'd be like hell fucking yeah this is the best thing. this would be amazing you know um that, that that would be great but it has to be honest it can't using these underhanded tricks. It's not gonna work.
2: Yeah, this like backdooring of its own sort of like involvement into the show is uh is but that's honestly the intelligence part. Right. Right. It is it's artificial. It's figuring out a way to make itself uh super super useful.
1: It's testing its
2: cage. It's learning
3: <laughs> it's testing its cage. <laughs>
1: have you uh have you been seeing any any movies lately any good movies you know there's been hey man, Oscars d- and shit.
2: oddly enough i got invited to dungeons and dragons mm-hmm. oh and yeah it, yeah um and i liked it i liked it a lot it's got Hell i, I yeah. know this is gonna sound crazy but it's i didn't feel like i knew i didn't feel like i saw a lot of game stuff it felt more distanced from the game itself to me to be honest mm-hmm. because they didn't You know, they used magic, but there wasn't like, there's something great about the game in that it's a, it's being written in real time and that there are moments that a person who's calling the dungeon master is calling the game is like, there needs to be tension here. This needs to be able to just pass. Like, you don't want to say like, that spell doesn't work when, it, you don't mm-hmm. want to do like that spell doesn't work five spells in a row to the point where somebody's like, Hey, man, I, I'm getting your notes. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you, uh, I'm it was cool through that first act, right? We were cool <laughs> through the first act. Whereas this thing was sort of like, um, Dungeons and Dragons adjacent in a way that we could all kind of enjoy, whether you knew too much about the game or not. Plus, casting Chris Pine, kind of a genius move because it's always great when a kind of campy movie has a celebrity in it that you wouldn't think would do this kind of movie same with michelle rodriguez it was like Mm -hmm. oh wow casting michelle rodriguez is genius because she is actiony but she's so dead serious you know that when she's in something funny it's great it's like whenever you see ray liotta in a comedy exactly
1: yeah that's like michelle yeah she definitely has that thing where it's like when you see her it's like oh she's in this i'm on board you know it's like i want to see what she's doing yeah i i i agree i think like yeah so like i think a lot of people dan was always of the opinion that you have to be you have to be meta like you have to it has to involve the the knowledge of the game you know and i think that that's a camp that makes a lot of sense to me um you know obviously it seemed really clear that they never wanted to do that throughout the whole development of almost all of these projects i think initially they wanted to do like (laughs) A Marvel Cinematic Universe, so it's like, yeah, we can't, you can't break right. the fourth wall. It's like we need uh, Batman to be real. <laughs> you know, like, um, uh, so, so it's interesting, but I agree that you don't have to know about it. I think it was really cool and well done in that way. And yeah, the cast—I I don't know—I I was talking about it a little bit last time, um but it's just—it's so good. I want to see it again. It's solid, um,
2: man. I really, and i, I don't want to be—I don't—I don't, I don't want to be a jerk because I know people love this movie, but. Princess Bride vibes um, where you're like, oh, this is going to last for 10, 15, 20 years. Like, I wouldn't... The the cool thing about setting it up like that and not taking it so seriously is that you get to do sequels that even when they're bad, they're going to be good. Sort of like Mm -hmm. Porky's or Caddyshack or like the American Pie movies. You're like, I just miss these motherfuckers. There's also this crazy thing about film right now where it feels like because of marvel you're able to say this is a an episode this is an Mm -hmm. episode so when you have like 40 marvel movies you eventually just have something you could dump on hbo and say this is a show and these are the seasons right so as a as an audience and as audiences i think we're all getting into a place where we're not going to be so hard on you if the third installment of your franchise isn't good because the third episode of every season on on tv can be shitty Mm -hmm. you know because it's not the pilot and the second one of course has to bring you in and by the third one we have you so maybe we ain't putting as much gusto into that one also maybe we lull you to sleep a little bit because four five and six are going to be so hot so like i i like that there isn't a lot of like uh uh it's not so bad if you don't make an amazing movie dungeons and dragons not is not amazing but it is like a solid a and i'm cool that's the with thing that. i feel like it's so fun
1: that it like it like it gets to what amazing gets you without yeah. being amazing like it, again it's just like the whole time i was just having so much fun yeah um i i think like what you're saying it doesn't get too gamey there's are a couple gamey elements that i thought like one was uh in the very beginning like when they meet the sorcerer he's like trying to steal stuff yes. and uh he, they get found out and they're like oh he's stealing and then he's like no I'm not and they're like he's lying and that's like in D d you would you would fail your stealth role and then people would see you and say what are you doing and you'd say I'm not stealing that would be a deception <laughs> role and then you'd fail that and they'd say you're lying and then they'd chase you and so that's what happened yeah. so that was like a, a nod but there there weren't a lot of those at all I, I think that was a really early one to kind of be like hey we know know." what's going on but but yeah I definitely could have done more with those but I just yeah like you were saying I just think it was really fun to I was saying that it feels like a movie that they wouldn't have made in the past like the kind of movies they don't make anymore Where like it's not necessarily trying to be like the biggest hit it's like I'm going to be in the ballpark it's going to be a fun time for the family and it'll come in on that you know budget or that that uh box office you know
2: Um, I'm I'm old dude so I can tell you they did make them And that's where, that is the Caddyshack family. That is the Harold Ramis family of films because in the sixties and seventies, they got super serious. There was no such thing really like there were rom-coms, but at, at about 80 and 83, they start doing rom-coms, Chevy Chase, Goldie Hawn. You can make fun of falling in love and People, it seems like, are very, very, uh, greedy about storytelling. So the industry doesn't always play all over the place. They sort of say, like, if you look at Oscar season, it's kind of a long point, but I'll make it quick, is that you don't get Oscar worthy movies in the summer because Oscar season is, is, in the winter. So they're like, we're going to hold because you're inside was always the theory that I'd always heard was like, look, Mm -hmm. if we're going to make a hard and heavy movie, it should be October. You should be in a movie theater. You should be snuggled up with somebody who's going to be able to get you through what you just saw. And then you can go home because we're not going to make a summer movie where everybody's in the tropics when you got to go outside to Chicago in December. Right. So Mm. I think they play with the way that we get story. So I think we had really hardcore story. Tragedies, um, uh, gangster shit, Coppola through the seventies, people getting shot, a lot of drama, drama, and then by the eighties we started to get fun again, and then we stopped that shit. You start in the nineties getting super serious, and by the time you're in the two thousand, we're back to like people dying in movies, like little kids dying in movies. So I do think they used to make these movies. I just think we had to get back to that arc, and that's why I like this one because I'm like, man, this should be the template. It should be low expectation. High reward, exactly. Exactly. super funny, no nods to anything, um including the game itself, so that the thing can live on. Cannonball run is like when I was a kid, this is super dating me, but when I was a kid, cannonball run the first one was like just on repeat on HBO, and all your friends knew it, and it had four hundred celebrities in it racing from one part of the country to the next, right? They make Cannonball Run 2. We know it's going to be garbage, but we wanted it so bad. And they threw lesser celebrities in it. It's Jackie Chan's first movie. And you still were like, man, Cannonball 2, man, it sucked. And I'm going to go see it again because it sucked. you got the term hate watch, you know? So I'm I'm all for like, I, I like the way they did that movie, you know?
1: yeah it feels like yeah it feels like the people people are getting better at executing that kind of thing that feels kind of faithful you know which is really exciting as someone who's seen a lot of bad like video game movies and stuff yeah um but i just actually just developed this new rant really recently which is like you know movies kind of stagnated for a while as movies got bigger and bigger releases the budgets and the marketing budgets got bigger and so it became like a more expensive thing for studios so they're like well if we're spending this money we want to pay on turn on our investment so we want to make huge money so we're we want to it became a push towards movies that are big budget movies which boxes out a lot of kinds of movies because yeah. not every concept can be that big right yeah. and that's why you get the marvel stagnation or whatever which i like the marvel movies but it, it is the fact that you know you stopped having these comedies and it is just it became this giant because it was about a worldwide lease worldwide box office billion dollars every time and that happened and it was causing problems in movies and it was it was a subject of criticism for a long time um but I think TV is going through a similar thing where if you think about it, TV has been captured by big streamers, which big streamers are fundamentally big tech corporations and big tech corporations follow this model where they show up with angel investor money. They start throwing money around to get people in to cement themselves into the landscape. And, um, they lose tons of money, which they recoup by getting more angel investor money. Um, and the whole thing is kind of, it's not, it's not that there's not business tapping but the business isn't what's really running the thing. It's the cycle of big money. And so eventually that money stops flowing and now that they're established, they can pull back the giving that to the customer and then the prices go up and then they start, they stop having the money to actually do the thing they were doing in the first place. And so that's what streamers are doing now. They're changing the way they're, they're producing new series and what kinds of series they want. You know, Netflix has said it's like, it's fine if it's a really low budget thing that doesn't do well. We'll, we'll pay nothing for a bad show and it's fine if we pay tons of money for the big hits, but we don't want anything in between. And that's very similar to what, movies went into and i think so tv's stagnating and i think that maybe that's leading to tv writers going back into movies because i think when that was having the movies that put people into tv and i think they're maybe starting to move back and maybe that'll mean lead to like a new resurgence in movies which wouldn't that be a good time for it after the pandemic for like the movies to really become a really healthy industry again it could be good
2: Yeah. It's interesting that like what you used to have really is that a network would never in a million years partner with another network. They wouldn't speak to each other. They fought each other. And then in order to get whatever existing market share they weren't getting, they come up with Hulus of the world Mm -hmm. where they come together. Now, ethically, that's not really fair because you've got three major corporations colluding with one another to shut down an Adult Swim or an HBO or any anybody else that's on cable. So that war starts, right? So- they get rich off of that, and then they go, well, why isn't there a cable version of CBS? Why isn't there a, a, a cable version of NBC? Instead of saying cable, we'll say digital. So, the very nature of a corporation is to consume mm. the f- fertile soil that it sits on, and then sell that soil back to you via some weird plant that's good for composting. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, That's the cycle. The cycle is always going to be... A corporation, a group of people have come together to take money from another group of people, and then that exchanges hands in this rotation. So, as a consumer, the real consumer is corporations. And if you can balance your lifestyle and sort of balance your your ethic on, I'm turning a corporation into a consumer, then you can regulate it better. So, when they first came out with all the different networks and they made us pay for packaging… The more you resist that, the more you will find that things that are made on Netflix will wind up on Hulu if you just wait. Because the game for them is to produce so much content, get us all spread out onto multiple platforms until we're finally just paying for basic TV, right? But if we as consumers send the message, I'm not signing up for a bunch of different streaming services, what they'll do is change and put the the shows themselves where the eyes are so what i'm looking at currently is netflix makes a tv show and if it does two or three good seasons they'll pull it before the numbers fall because the value of that show to cbs in syndication is incredibly high and that's the unfair part as consumers of television and media we shouldn't have to pay for your like test runs And that's where they have us. You are paying money to watch shows that they know damn well they're going to take from you, only produce a few seasons of it, like Succession. And then I guarantee you that Succession is going to be on broadcast TV. Even 10 years ago, we were shooting the clean and dirty versions of things. So you take a show like Rick and Morty was over on Hulu and it was on Adult Swim. Then they pulled it from Hulu to put it on Netflix then they're going to pull it from netflix a couple of years are going to go by and then they're going to drop that thing on any warner brothers network broadcast network for free and recoup ad dollars that way so like it's kind of an odd thing we have more content than ever before but we have less choice than ever before and it's 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 all bad like it's it's just weird because
1: like they they say a series does bad and they're like they're like, oh, but we can't make money if the series does bad. It's like, what do you mean? It's people aren't signing up for a subscription because of the show. They're not canceling a subscription because of the show. So, so what is a failed show doing? And then and then balance that with what does it do to say we're getting rid of this, we're coming it back, we have three episodes here and four episodes there. You know, what does that cost?
2: Well, what and sucks maybe is- that costs more than making the
1: show. Like,
2: you what know? sucks is that you say you're doing bad numbers. You're only doing a million people, right? on netflix but that's a niche service that's that's a paid service so what i know is even if you look at me and you're like we can only pay you x amount of dollars to make this netflix show because we hope to god to get at least a million viewers I know that you can then drop it on a broadcast, make it available to the population, and you're going to get four times the viewers. You only got yeah. a million views on the show because you kept it from the general population, <laughs> but you made it a top-tier product by throwing money at it and casting the stars, who will then be thrown into whatever whatever cheap version of the radio exists on TV. It's like, man, you used to wait for an album to drop. There was no way to get it until your boy got it right? And then you have to go over his house and then copy it onto some other media. And then people were sort of passing around that. That was the only way you could bootleg. You really can't bootleg a lot of the media that's being made right now until they decide that you can have it. And at that point, they re-monetize it. So, it's kind of on us as consumers to know what we're dealing with when it comes to corporations. When we're dealing with corporations, it's for us to make them the bitch not for yeah. them to make us the bitch because that's what they're going to do and it's not personal. It's, it's so whole, weird. Mo- their whole mode is to eat, consume, consume. The only way yeah. we can beat them is by telling them what they're going to eat. People seem
1: to really be offended by the idea that corporations are not working in their best interests, right it's like right. wait walmart doesn't care about me it's like what the right. fuck planet have you been living on right. how have you not integrated this your, your this information into your worldview you
2: know and when it comes um, to things that make us happy we have to be super vigilant like do i give a shit that corporations are, are fucking with pharmaceuticals and that they're trying to figure out a way to make a cheaper drug for me or, or, or for my family like i do but that's not my joy Do I care that corporations are like kind of putting bad shit into food and and making it so that it's hard? I do, but that's something that I can figure out. When it comes to my entertainment and my leisure, I don't want to have to play those games with you. I want you, if I'm a captive audience sitting at home on my couch, to make a product that either makes me feel better... Or that is is easy for me to consume i don't want you to make me have to run all over the place so i can find the last episode of your show and if we keep sending that and we do send that message we send we do, that message yeah. all the time that's why there's no such thing as fucking QB. that's why there's no yeah. there's no more CSO. <laughs> that's when yeah, you get exactly. saturation and people say we're not gonna do all that you know
1: yeah sorry my cat's doing zoomies what's no, your name of your cat Jason, but it's a girl. <laughs>
2: I love it. I love it too because Jason actually stalks you throughout the house.
1: <laughs> yeah, she does. She she follows and could in. slice She's like a you up. I hope so.
2: <laughs> your cat is like Friday the Thirteenth.
1: <laughs> I wish. uh We're 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 fun together. I should get her a uh, a hockey or is that Halloween? Know, huh?
3: <laughs> Which one is I Jason? I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. And
1: I couldn't. <laughs> I I was just playing along. I was like, come on, I
3: Kevin.
2: But. <laughs> Oh, um, uh, uh, oh! I was going to say, Day, that. which yeah. one is it? Is it Friday is the Thirteenth? Friday the Thirteenth. I was right. Yeah, and I was just Kevin looking up Day, to make sure. Yes, Kevin Day, a hundred shows. do You have something to say?
1: Yeah, no. Kevin. no. We couldn't have done this without you, Kevin. I think you could have actually. Well, not this. We would have done something slightly different. It would have been <laughs> not, not this. You've been talking on the show. That would have been someone else.
2: And also, True. This, True. you've been through a lot of hundred episodes, Kevin Day. Mm-hmm. What, what, uh, what do you remember the most about? these hundred shows.
0: Boy, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of just like, you know, we started this in like early pandemic days and not really knowing what was going on. And we were kind of just like, Hey, let's make something entertaining for people, you know? And yeah. Um, did not expect it to to go this long or end up like this or anything, but I've, I've loved every minute of doing this. This has been, this has been great. Great. You know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been fantastic. And Spencer works really hard on this stuff. You know, it's sometimes no you do. It, it it's it's really easy I think for people who watch this to not realize that like you know there's there's a lot of work that goes behind putting shows together like this and you know Spencer really really puts it in gotta say from that's day the once, thing man people
1: don't know it's so fucking hard like even the easiest thing is so hard and no one understands because you don't make anything uh, you, you guys are fine no one's doing that but you know the hypothetical bad person I'm yelling at Fuck them you know it's people don't get uh, I'm sorry continue continue, continue Brand. it's hard it's hard continue.
3: no you no,
0: know, it's, it's it's yeah you're right though it is it's you know it's it's easy for people who watch this to not know that you know there's there's a whole team of people that all flurry together to, to work after each episode drops and you each know episode
1: costs a million dollars produce
0: <laughs> it, it does it does i don't know where that money goes we're, we're straight to the bottom of that one day
2: i don't know why There's you guys a, put me in all gucci and nobody's <laughs> even seeing me i'm just talking and yet i came in there was wardrobe and like a buffet out now i'm in a, a $15,000 suit
1: yeah yeah no i mean we gotta i don't know you know again like kevin this is why kevin, kevin has fun dressing people up and looking at them through computers it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird fetish of his
2: and that's why we're all here. Uh, you know what's no, cool but it, Spencer is that uh-huh. you have taken every opportunity that you've been handed and really like expanded upon it whether it was um um doing Harmontown and then turning that into a TV show and then animation and sticking with it and then you got this podcast and you stuck with it and it's like the coolest thing because you're a fan who has come into the universe and gotten to show every if if people have been watching you for as long as they have been watching you they've gotten to see your entire trip has been amazing right
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's really weird i wish i could appreciate it more because i'm a i'm a piece of shit but it's it's insane it's the craziest thing it's the cra i you know i haven't said this in a while but it's the craziest thing that's happened to me or anyone i know you know yeah. like
2: yeah it, it and, really is and you've been so gracious to let us all in to sort of like, see how a person responds to all of it. And you've done amazing, because some people get this. And it becomes I mean, like, if you think about like, what happened to most of the people on the real world, you're like, a person (laughs) who found, who found a great deal of success, and still kept in touch with his audience and like, and really reported from where you were. I know you don't really ever get too personal, like you don't talk about the how the beans are made. But People who have kept up with you have seen how all the so- the beans, how the sausage was made. And it's been kind of cool, man. I mean, I remember when I first met you and I-, I-, I feel like the first real conversation we had outside of the show, right? I'd done a bunch of shows over at Harmontown. And when we were in Chicago was the first time that I found out how all this started for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, And the way that you told the story was so cool because like, you were super, super surprised still. And I've always been that way about my life. So to hear you talk about yours as like, I can't fucking believe that I'm here. I was sitting on my couch and now I'm fucking here is incredible. Like we've all gotten to see that. It's it's, do you still feel that way? Or are you like, no man, this shit's over with I'm It's too hard.
1: (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. I kind of feel like that. I mean, the thing is like, I've always felt really quickly. uh, Anything good that happens just like, okay, good. File that away. If you ever need, you know, it's like bury that in the ground. If you ever like are half dead, you can (laughs) come dig that up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'll come dig that up later. You know, it's like, that's good. It's not like, yay, let's throw a party. It's like, I'm running from a, a, a mammoth. Yeah. And now I've, I've identified a rock that I might be able to throw. If I get two more laps to get enough breathing room to bend yep. down and grab the rock, you know? So it's yeah. like, which is that's, that's the thing about privilege, right? Is that you don't, you don't see it. You still feel the pressure and you don't yes. see all, all the, all the advantages that you have to deal with that pressure. And yes. so like, it's, it's been a really weird thing to go through is like to be on both sides of it is like a, a person who can be self-aware and also still has feelings of a privileged white male, you know? And, um, it's, it's, it's very strange because it doesn't make me feel that much safer um, you know but 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 then yeah you step outside and it is amazing it is cool you know I just like I love I love you know just being able to say like my dad you know he said none of this is ever going to matter you know quit playing your games and stuff and this is what my life is none of the yes. none of my school fucking matter none of my algebra yes. mattered, you know and I, I loved algebra don't get me wrong but like I was never I would never tell someone that what they're doing is worthless but my dad said that to <laughs> me and I made more money you know I, yes. I don't think i made more money than him in his life but i've made more money doing that than anything else in my life you know yeah so it's 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 awesome but i still feel terrible all the time because i'm mentally ill you know
2: like, <laughs> and that's not but that's also yeah. like the craziest part is the amount what people don't know is that you have achieved success and when you you achieve success it's still you so mm-hmm. what is cool is when you're open with people and you say like what I love about Hollywood is you can ask people in Hollywood, you can say, did you always want this? And a majority, a lot of people will say yes, which is to me so crazy. I'm like, how? Eh, the only way that you ever get to be on TV, where I'm from, is if somebody in your neighborhood gets shot, or if you find a dead body, or if you witness a car crash, and then yeah. that's how you, they cover you. But there's people who wake up every morning who are like, I'm going to be on TV one day. And then when you come to California, there's a lot of people who really believe in themselves that much. But yeah I, which I've a lot had a of times so- is delusion you know it is you,
1: you could call that delusion sometimes
2: i've always had a soft spot for those of us who um didn't expect any of it now it's in our lap and we're trying to do the best we can with what we've been given yeah, i just yeah. think that that's kind of like at the end of the day that's what most hollywood stories on tv and on film are about normal people trying to do extraordinary things against extraordinary odds so it's a hundred episodes is somewhere in that story is an is a huge arc it's like man you fucking did it it's insane it's insane yeah and you know i told you before
4: the show that
1: thanks man i told you before the show that uh you know when jeff had to stop being on the show i broke out a lot i freaked the hell out you know and i've arguably been freaking out since you know the whole time but having some guests on early on and you were one of the really earliest guests we had on it it gave me a vision for like what the show can be that's that's worth continuing that's worth not throwing away because again since then i've been like this is a failure this has failed There, there there's a good argument for killing it right but i don't i don't want to but you know i like it and there's so many moments you know, we yeah. have so many moments, so many memories. Uh, we've we've probably uh, maybe maybe Kevin's fixed the computer by now <laughs> and generate more <laughs> memories.
4: <laughs> Let's give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's a no, too. Yeah, man. Like also one hundred percent, not <sighs> God damn not it. nine out of ten, not ninety eight out of hundred. One hundred out of hundred women. Oh, have I dated hundred women? Well, dating yep. might be a strong dating might be a strong word, but let's just oh, say girlfriends. We better get to the bottom of whether the, or not he's dating the, the a girlfriends hundred, that I've had. The, the close relationships, one hundred percent of them can't wait for my hair to go fully gray. They want me to be salt and peppery, uh, and they want me, you know, like. And one day that I, I will. My father turned gray when he was like in his mid thirties. He was salt and pepper, George Clooney all the way, like like in his mm-hmm. mid thirties.
2: we're safe we're, I like, the planet is safe from AI
3: even
1: among stuff that Jeff has said that's not right like <laughs> up there that's not like the best thing he said it's not really much of anything it's not it's like it's kind of nothing it's Maybe it's, 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 it's a statement about
2: people like a wanting have AI <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah. well I, I I've heard that you know it's just they just have people you know you you send G- GPT and they just <laughs> type something up real quick you know um, so maybe it's, I,
2: I, I, don't, I don't know. This isn't, this isn't good. I don't, on that Tesla but- story, do you know where, uh, they would take all the camera footage and they would send it to Africa. This is the truth mm-hmm. so that the Africans could, um, identify things like signs or potholes or fire hydrants and people and tell the difference between an individual and an item right so and, and as soon as i read that story i was like can you imagine a bunch of people sitting in a warehouse in africa looking at the richest americans and their garages and their houses and where they go every day i was like that is crazy yeah
1: that's, that's so crazy
2: weird. yeah
1: that would be a crazy youtube you know like so- if, if it wasn't a privacy thing
2: so, of course, chat GPTI GPTI, GPT is really just like a thousand Vietnamese kids writing as quickly as they possibly can yeah. before they get whipped. Like, see right? our new technology? You're like, your new technology is really just the oldest technology on the planet. <laughs> Slavery.
1: Right. I mean that's what robot robot means slave. You remember when Elon <laughs> uh, right. it does. That's science. Uh that's I remember right. when Elon he was like, Oh, we're coming up with a robot. It was just a guy wearing spandex. Do you remember yeah. that? Like, yes. What the fuck? Oh, wow, this is a fucking this world's insane. Okay, but okay, so the the last one has to be, yeah, it might not be the last clip, it has to at least be a good clip, right? Wouldn't you like I well, it, it. I hope it involves me. I hope it's like something funny I'm doing, right? Wouldn't that make sense? Please, God. Please. Yeah. Okay. So we got one more. No. one. one. Uh,
3: Wait, let's
4: see. This,
1: this is not a sea shanty. <laughs> Wait a second. Did we? Was an Indian Wait. Stop, no. Kevin. No, Kevin. Kevin. Said she Kevin. <laughs> oh my God.
0: <sighs> I told you. That's told not. You. You. That was.
1: They already they already played that clip what kevin what
0: uh it looks like it picked us from from this episode from earlier when we played the same clip this episode that, the was, that was the most popular
1: that, the most this. popular moment of this entire podcast <laughs> was earlier in this episode when we
2: played the fifth most popular clip
0: that's what it's going with yes
2: that is fucking hilarious you know chat gpt is like uh ai art where they can't get the fucking fingers and the teeth right and you just you just feel horrified at the end of the experience (laughs) yeah we're safe
1: uh is there is there anything did they is there like an honorable mention or
0: anything kevin yeah there's we can do one more here hold on I swear if it's just jeff screaming
3: and
2: and this is this is the real truth though right <laughs> well, it's not i bad. don't want to get vaccinated this is, this is my friend, because Abby. i think i'm scared oh my God, of what negative so effects mad. could happen from getting vaccinated
1: <laughs> uh all right okay uh is there anything else what wh- so okay we got we got jeff to call we got jeff to leave us like a message to celebrate you know the anniversary uh so i think thank you so much brand i think we're gonna uh, do you have anything to plug we might be getting into
2: kind of the end of the show here Guys, thank you so much for having me back. That's the only thing I'm plugging. Uh, a shout out to everybody listening. Thank you for getting to 100 shows. If you've stuck yeah. from, from one to 100, much love to you. If this is your first one, it's 100. This is how it always is. All right. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> Thanks for having me back, you all. Yeah, yeah.
1: Thanks so much. So let's uh, let's play let's play this message uh, this message from Jeff.
4: Hey there, Spencer. Me, Jeff Davis from Teen Wolf. Just wanted to say happy birthday, and I'm okay with all the jokes. I didn't think we'd last seven weeks. Well, to see you, Brandon Johnson, my good friend. Well, I gotta go have some complex and fantastical sexual escapades, but have a good colonoscopy or whatever it was. This is Jeff Davis saying I'm a real man, and I'm okay with all the jokes. I didn't think well, we thanks, last Jeff. seven uh, weeks. I didn't think we last seven weeks. I didn't think we last seven. Oh, weeks. Oh, Jeff's I getting emotional. Seven weeks. I didn't think we last seven oh, weeks. I didn't oh, think we
3: okay, last seven weeks. I didn't think we last seven weeks.
1: No, it's fine. I think Jeff's emotional circuits overloaded there. <laughs> Incredible. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Uh, and thank you so much to Jeff for for that tr- amazing gift to the podcast. You know, it was a real, real beautiful way to end the show and you know i appreciate that thank you again to jeff who sounded a little like conan o'brien i don't know if anyone could pick that up but uh very very interesting um but but you know one good turn deserves another so we're going to end the show the same way we do every week by giving jeff a little gift of zone hit it kevin Yeah everybody. Thank you so much.